if you don't circumcise your baby boy, is he still a real Jew? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 32 of Tractate Nadarim, and we learn that that's the wrong question. The real question is, why do you care? Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my harissa today. I like to begin with a story. Jimmy and Sally had just given birth to a new baby boy, Mazel Tov. But they weren't religious at all and weren't excited about the prospect of doing a bris on their newborn child. Still undecided, they called the mole and asked, If we don't circumcise our son, will he still be Jewish? You could hear the deep sigh of the mole on the other end of the phone as he conceded that even without a bris, the child would still be a Jew. If you're born of a Jewish mother, it doesn't matter what you do or don't do, you remain a Jew, replied the mole. They felt reassured by their decision. But Grandma was far from pleased. She immediately picked up the phone and called my wife, Rabbanet Batya, to vent. My son refuses to give my new grandson a bris. I told him that he had to, or else he wouldn't be a real Jew. But then he called the mole and asked if his child would still be Jewish, even without a bris. I was shocked that the mole said he would. Can you believe it? I'm speechless. She's right, Batya would later recount. The mole got the wrong answer. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rebbe says, Great is the mitzvah of circumcision, for there is no one who was engaged in mitzvahs like Avraham, our patriarch. And yet he was called complete only due to the mitzvah of circumcision, as it is stated, Walk before me and be complete. And it is written, I will make my bris, my covenant, between me and you. Alternatively, so great is the mitzvah of circumcision that it is equal to all the mitzvahs of the Torah, as it is stated, for according to these words, I have made a bris with you. Alternatively, so great is the mitzvah of circumcision that if not for circumcision, heaven and earth would not be sustainable, as it is stated, if my bris be not with day and night, I would not have appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth. Let's examine today's Gemara. The Gemara offers three special qualities concerning the mitzvah of bris milah. Number one, it made Avraham complete. Number two, it is equal to all the other mitzvahs of the Torah. And number three, it sustains heaven and earth. Let's analyze these three strengths. Why did the mitzvah of bris milah make Avraham complete? Until he circumcised himself, his life was already replete with mitzvahs. His and Sarah's tent was open to all guests he was willing to put his life on the line to save innocent souls. He traveled up and down the region preaching monotheism. He was living a pretty perfect life. But then he was given the mitzvah of bris milah with a profound message. Perfection is the understanding that in this world you can never truly reach perfection. The act of circumcision demonstrates that we were not born perfect and we must constantly work on improving ourselves. Before we explain why the mitzvah of bris milah is equal to all the other mitzvahs, let's jump ahead to the third dictum of the Gemara. The entire heavens and earth are sustained day and night on account of our commitment to this particular mitzvah. That's powerful. But the Tosas Yom Tov asks how the bris sustains the universe during the night. After all, one may only perform the mitzvah during the day. He answers that while the initial mitzvah may only be performed during the day, it is a mitzvah that remains with us throughout the day and night, even when you're sleeping. King David was once standing in the bathhouse and was seized by sadness and insecurity at the thought that he was momentarily bereft of mitzvahs. He then saw his bris milah and felt relieved. 
bris milah is the sole mitzvah that constantly stays with us. That's why it has the power to sustain heaven and earth. The second dictum of the Gemara is that bris milah is equal to all the other mitzvahs. Why is that so? Let's return to our story of Jimmy and Sally who didn't want to give their baby a bris. Incidentally, for those who are wondering how women fulfill this great mitzvah, just ask any mother how difficult it is to watch her newborn undergo a bris at eight days old. It's understandable why Sally and Jimmy might have balked at the prospect of circumcising their child. And so when the Moyle told them that failure to circumcise wouldn't make their child any less Jewish, they were reassured. But when Rabbi Nebatya heard the story, she was disappointed in the Moyle. His response to their question was completely wrong, she said to me later. Really? What do you mean? I asked. The right response to, will our kids still be Jewish without a bris, is, why do you care? Excuse me, I responded a little bemused. That's right, why do they care if their child is Jewish? What difference does it make to them? If they're so distant from their Judaism that they don't even want to give their child a bris, why are they even asking the question? It wasn't a yes or no question. A question as enormous as the one that they posed should have elicited, at the very least, a lengthy conversation about the importance of Judaism in their lives. If being Jewish was important to them, why was it important to them? What did being Jewish mean in terms of how they intended to raise their child? That's what the Gemara means when it says that the mitzvah of bris milah is equal to all the other mitzvahs. It's a line in the sand that forces us to ask ourselves, why do you care? Sadly, the vast majority of Jews today are proud of the fact that they are Jewish, but don't have the vaguest idea why. Their pintalayid, the spark of the soul's flame, burns bright and is reaching out to them to do something with the unbelievable gift that they've received at birth. But instead of diving feet first into their Judaism, they sit on the sidelines knowing that they're part of something greater, but not quite sure what that gift is. Irrespective of the level of Yiddishkeit that you've merited to fall into, every person constantly needs to ask themselves, why do I care? What drives my Jewish identity? What difference does it make? Am I simply going with the flow, or have I taken ownership of the incredible present that I've been blessed with? Our bris serves as a constant reminder that we must always strive for greater improvement and self-perfection. When we do that, we sustain the universe. And when we remember that the meaning of bris is covenant, we re-engage with our entire commitment to all the mitzvahs. May you constantly ask yourself, why do I care? Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.